Welcome to the Chronic Athlete Podcast. This is your host, Amy Denson, retired professional athlete turned life and wellness coach. This podcast features stories full of inspiration, resilience, and all things wellness. And its mission is to provide proof that it can be done, whatever it looks like for you. I'm obsessed with personal development, growth, and getting curious around how we can all create the life that we desire. So if those are your jam too, I'm so happy you're here. And if you're new to this space, welcome. Hello, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the Chronic Athlete Podcast. Today, we are talking about how emotional health is just as pivotal to address and to support as our mental or physical health. And really what I mean by emotional health is specifically talking about the women and my favorite, you know, topic, thyroid, of course. And I don't know if you have ever heard of the chakra work. So like in spiritual work, it's just like the the energy around the throat, the throat chakra. And I just think it's so powerful. And I haven't gotten too much into it, but I will because I do think there's a very strong connection in how we use our voice how we value our voice and how we maybe don't use it or or don't value it as much and the connection between that and our thyroid health and our overall physical health. There's a book by Gay Hendricks. It's called The Big Leap and it is such a good book. I actually listened to it and I think it was one drive down to uh, Klamath Falls, Oregon, where that's where my family lives and that's where I was born. It's about five hours south of us. Very easy listen, even though, gosh, so many good nuggets in there. I I want to listen to it again, but he talks a lot about upper limits and the limits that we put on ourselves, how we kind of self-sabotage ourselves sometimes um, with thoughts of, you know, well, of course things are going well, um, just waiting for the other shoe to drop or never thinking that things could quite are supposed to be this good there's always there's always a catch right so and that book will kind of help bring some light to that and dig deeper into it but i was listening to him and his wife Katie on a podcast episode and they have a book i believe it's called conscious love and it's really digging into relationships um and so whether that be romantic relationships friendships I just really love learning about people and relationships. And I think that I have not read that book, but that's probably one that will definitely be on my list. But I've been considering and talking about just to my friends and family about how I really believe that addressing our emotional health is a missing piece in our health journey and in our expectations of results. Because I really feel like after working with clients for the past year, and women that are, they are stepping up for themselves. They are just like, I am going to, I am going to do all of the things. I just need you to tell me to do the things. They are ticking all of the boxes. They are eating, you know, well, they're eating towards their goals. They're moving, they're, they're doing all of the things and they're not seeing or feeling the results that they had hoped or expected for. And they are getting results, but it's not enough. It's not been enough and it's just causing frustration. I keep asking myself, you know, especially as a coach, I'm like, well, shoot, how can I 
support more? How can I give more value? How can I, how can I get them there? First of all, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. As a coach, I think it's really important to understand that I am there to support and, and give advice if, if necessary, but really changing your life is, comes down to you. So if you are ever considering a life coach, um, a leadership coach, a nutrition coach, there is a part of it that, yes, it's about knowledge and implementing that knowledge, but change comes down to you. And so we have to look at why are the results not enough? Why are the feelings of lack still there or frustration still there? And I think it comes down to emotional health. So we can talk about the food, we can talk about the movement, but if we are still having the thoughts of judgment, if we are still hating our body to the goal, if we are not addressing what we want out of life, if we are not addressing that we need to, we have to prioritize ourselves and our health, I don't think that we are going to, as women especially, experience the results that we desire ever because it's not about the weight loss. I think we can still experience weight loss. I think we can experience getting to our physical or aesthetic goal and still feeling empty or not feeling or feeling disappointed that, hey, I got here. Why don't I feel different? If we are not addressing the root of things, which is your relationship to yourself, are you living the life that you desire? And when I say that, it's not like, well, no, I'm not living. The life that I desire is that I'm retired, uh, sitting on a boatload of money and, you know, on my yacht with my husband and kids or wife and family and dogs and, you know, whatever that looks like. And that's not really what I'm meaning. If that's your dream, like, please invite me. I mean, are you living the life that you desire within your life now? Because I think that there are things that we may not like about our life. There are things that we may not like about our job. There are things that we just feel constantly overwhelmed. And at the end of the day, it's like, I have nothing else to give. I just want to have a glass of wine and do it all over again. If you feel like your life is Groundhog's Day, if you feel like your life is one long to-do list, if you feel like your life is just chore after chore that you know, it just never, there's never an end point. I think we have some things to address, especially as women. We put aside our goals. We put aside our good intended habits throughout the day. Those are the first things that go to the wayside. We need to change that. If you are not living the life that you desire now, if you are not for the most part, day to day, finding satisfaction, finding joy, finding peace, find whatever word that is for you within your day, within a random Tuesday on September, whatever, you know, if you're living for the weekends, if you're living just to the next exciting thing and hoping that time passes, we need to change that. And there are tools and there are things that we can dig into. We can just ask better questions on what would make life better for you. What does that look like? Does that look like more alone time? Does that look like more time outside? Does that look like 
finding a better job? Does that look like talking to your current boss? But if we don't put a voice to what we want out of life, it's going to affect how we view life. It's going to affect how we feel about life. It's going to affect how we feel about ourselves, which is going to affect our physical health. It's going to affect our perspective. Nothing is ever going to be good enough. If you are walking around, and I really believe that most of us, especially women, are with some sort of part of you that believes that you're not enough, that believes that you're not good enough, that believes that there are only certain rooms where your opinion would be valued. There are only certain rooms where there's no way you would speak up because others clearly have more experience than you. They have more knowledge than you. If you are walking around with any sort of lack of belief in yourself, then nothing is ever going to be enough. The results aren't going to be enough because you're never going to feel as if they are. So there's just a lot to dig into. And this is the bread and butter of what I really want to work with clients on. I am working very hard on it myself. This summer, I took a huge step back and not in a negative way. I've just kind of said, fuck it and took a step back. And I have been marinating on why do I not believe in myself? What a big blessing has come out of starting a business is that, man, it sure challenges your self-belief. It sure challenges the belief about what you're doing because there's money involved, which is a whole nother, ooh, we can dive into that on a different episode because people have a lot of beliefs, of stories, of perspectives, of judgments around money in itself, around selling, around is the gift that you're offering to the world, is it enough? Are you doing enough? Who are you to do it? So that has been one of the biggest blessings, I think, in in starting a business is not even if the business is successful, but having the courage to do it and then working through all of your shit. And so I do challenge you to put yourself in uncomfortable positions and don't judge yourself for how you feel, even if you feel like shit. Dig into why do you feel like shit? Let's start to ask some questions. Let's start to even just acknowledge that, yeah, I, I don't feel like I should be here. Why? I don't feel like my opinion is as valuable as the person next to me. Why? If we can start to dig into that and ask yourself why, and then what can we do to start to build that belief? That is the work. And that is the emotional health. Because if we are suppressing our voice, if we are suppressing what we want, if we are so stressed about the opinion of others, if we are so stressed about what others think, or we are convinced that others would judge us, or they would make fun of us, or, or whatever that looks like, then we are not being who we truly are meant to be. And that is going to have an impact on, on your health. I am absolutely convinced of it. And so I need to do my due diligence and bring more, I guess, evidence of this besides my own observations. Also, I just wanted to share maybe a, a good example of this. And I, I had talked about the author Gay Hendricks earlier in the episode. I don't know if any of you listened to the Rachel Hollis podcast, but he, she had a solo episode where she just interviewed Gay Hendricks. And then she had 
an episode where she interviewed Gay Hendricks and his wife, Katie. So kind of talking to Gay Hendricks about the upper limit, like the big leap, that book, and then talking to them both about conscious love relationships and really kind of getting into their relationship, which was really beautiful. Here's an example of what I'm talking about emotional health and how it can affect your health. They're, they do some marriage counseling and he shares a story of a wife who feels off. She feels like there's just something going on. She has a gut feeling and she keeps questioning her husband like, are you sure nothing's going on? I really feel, I feel like something's going on. And he keeps telling her that she's crazy. It's all in her head. There's nothing going on. This went on for years. I think it was two or three years. She had gained 40 plus pounds and he had chronic back pain that just would not, I mean, he was going to Every doctor, every chiropractor just would not go away. They went to see Katie and Gay were going for marriage counseling. And it came out that he was having an affair with his secretary. The back pain was almost like um, carrying, imagine like carrying the, the load of guilt. And it finally came out. And the wife felt so much relief for herself because she... She knew it, right? She knew knew something was going on. In their case, they ended up, I guess, like really the truth set them free. Uh, they ended up carrying on with the counseling and kind of started a new life together. But immediately, she shed 40 plus pounds without really doing too much differently. And his chronic back pain went away. There are probably so many more stories. And even my story of being super stressed out. If you listen to the last episode, I share a little bit about my coaching experience and how me not sharing my voice and suppressing my voice and feeling like it was my fault of the situation. I really feel like that part of my journey added to my health tenfold, had added to my thyroid health, added to Hashimoto's, added to symptoms. And I really believe that this part of our health is so impactful and I don't think we address it enough. I don't even know if I'm doing a good job addressing it because I'm just like just skimming the surface and I cannot wait to dive more into it because I really believe it's the missing piece. That woman knew in her gut something was off and she held it in and held it in and was stressed. I don't know, trapped. I don't know, but just the emotional energy, the emotional stress, her body was holding on to everything that it had. And then the guy who's feeling so much guilt. And you can literally imagine something on his back, a heavy load on his back. And all of that was released and their bodies regulated. So there is power in truth and there is power in really saying what you want. There is power in saying, this is what I desire. There is power in supporting your health in all different ways, but it cannot be just physical. We cannot just tick the boxes and expect everything to fall into place. We are more complex than that. And especially as women, we have so much more going on. We have so much more depth. Are we sharing that depth? Good or bad, are we sharing that depth? In whatever platform, it doesn't have to be going up to the stranger and telling them your deepest, darkest secrets or anything like that. But are you sharing your depth? Are you sharing who you are? Are you proud of who you are? So that is the missing piece that I'm going to be digging into and really just addressing more and more. If you have any questions, let me know. I hope this came across 
in somewhat of an understandable way, but I'm going to continue to work on finding the words to help understand what I've kind of understood over the last six months or so. And really what I feel like is the missing piece and is the most important piece because it's you. It's your voice. It's your life. It's your ability to change. It's your ability to grow. If this hits you in any way, let me know. If you have any questions or examples of how something like this has happened to you, I would love, love, love to hear it. You can DM me on, on Instagram at Coach Amy Ray or join our Facebook community at the Chronic Athlete Podcast community on Facebook. I'll be going live in there once a week. We are going to be having live podcast interviews once a month. This will look like me interviewing a guest. And if you would like, you are in that interview with us on Zoom. Once the recording is stopped, you will get 15 to 20 minutes non-recorded to connect, ask questions, and have a chance to be in front of somebody that you may never have stumbled across in your life before that. Um, I think podcast is a great way to connect. And I want to open that opportunity to not only myself, but to others that love conversations around personal development, that want to continue to learn and implement and grow in their life. And what a beautiful way to do that in the energy of the actual interview. So I would love to see you there. I would love to hear any feedback that you have. And I hope that you have a blessed day. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Chronic Athlete Podcast. My hope is that this message brought meaning to what's going on in your life today. If you feel so called, please leave a five-star review and let me know what you enjoyed about this episode or the podcast overall. You can find me on Instagram at Coach Amy Ray or on Facebook at the Chronic Athlete Podcast Community. We'd love to have you join and continue to have deeper conversations around growth and personal development and of course, all things wellness. Take care.